Yo, let's do this. This is episode 102, and we have something very special for you. And when I say we, I mean me. We're talking about how to find your people, how to build your team. This is a subject so many people ask me about because they crave community and far too long they have isolated themselves as opposed to connected themselves with others. And they're like, Antonio, I know having a community is important, but how do I do it? Guess what? We're going to talk all about that in this episode. Before we get into it, hey, each and every week I send out dope. I said dope. Dope text messages with motivation, inspiration, career advice, you name it. You want in? Text me at 310-564-7124. That number is in the show notes. And hey, I have this ridiculously popular newsletter called Five Things I'm Excited About. Each week I share five things I'm excited about that people love. If you want access to that, that's in the show notes as well. Okay, enough about all of that. Let's get to episode 102. We're talking about finding your people. Welcome to the Antonio Nev Show, where I remind you each week, that no matter where you stand today, your story isn't over yet. The best is ahead. I'm your host, Antonio Neves. I'm the author of Stop Living on Autopilot and a Success Coach. And this week on this episode, we're talking about how to find your people, how to build your team. We'll dig into the power of soft connections and how you can distinguish between thieves and allies. And oh, we'll dig into why it's so important to have some good friction in your life. Hey, something to consider while you listen to this is that what you're going to hear is an excerpt from a training that I did. So you'll hear me reference things you can't see. You'll hear me invite you to type into a chat box that you don't have access to. That's all good and well. Don't get distracted. Everything that I share is still going to be 100% applicable. Don't get distracted by that, okay? All right, without further ado, let's get into the goods of how to find your people. We're talking about building your team because in this day and age, far too many people have found themselves in a place of isolation. And what I want to invite people to do is to get back to a place of collaboration. You see, even prior to all the things that we experienced happening in the past two years, prior to that, there was an epidemic of loneliness. People were lonely. People were isolating. People were already disconnected. And these past two years just exacerbated this. You know, over the course of my life, something I've come to learn, and this is why, you know, I've always invested in a coach and invested being a part of certain communities. What I've learned is that no one who has accomplished anything of significance did it alone. And neither should you. And if there's a reason why many people are, are struggling right now, why people are stuck, why people are, are challenged, why people are in funks, it is because they are doing it alone. They are going about life alone. They're going about their careers alone. They're going about their health and fitness journeys alone. And today we're going to talk about how we can do this with community, how we can do this with others. And I want to reiterate right now, as, as I hold up my phone to the screen, 
how confident am I, by the way? I don't have a case for my phone right now. That's You talk about confidence, that's confidence right there. In this day and age when it's easy to communicate with people with something like this right here, right? I want you to know that real communication is when you can hear someone's voice. That's where the magic happens, when we can have that super, super deep connection. So that's what we're talking about. Let me give you the agenda, the, the five things that we're going to get into over the course of this training. I'm going to take this full screen back up. It's coming in your face. Watch out. Bam. Okay. We're going to talk about something called man morning. I know I already have your attention with that. We are going to talk about allies and thieves. We're going to talk about finding good friction. We are going to talk about the five people you need in your life. And we are going to talk about the importance and why it is so important to reintroduce yourself to others. But, but let's start with the quote right here. I don't live far away from this amazing uh, state park, Will Rogers State Park here in, in Southern California. And my kids just love Will Rogers. And, and I love this quote. And that quote is, a man only learns in two ways, by reading and the association with smarter people. I found that to be absolutely true. That is how we can learn. That is how we can progress. That is how we can move forward in this life, not by doing it alone. So that's a, a great place to start right here. All right. We're going to talk about this right here right now. Get ready. We're going to start off and we're going to talk about man morning. Okay. Let me bring something up for you real quick. So what is man morning? All right. So about five, six years ago, I began doing this thing every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pretty much every Thursday when I'm in town, I meet up with a group of friends and we go out for a hike or we go out for a walk. And these are five to seven guys. And over the course of an hour and over the course of drinking coffee, we talk about relationships. We talk about business. We talk about finances. We talk about life. We talk about marriage, struggles, you name it. And I can tell you this right here, being involved in this group has changed my life for the better. It has changed my life for the better. One, this event is something that is standing on the calendar. Our man morning event is something you opt out of. You know, there are so many groups that people get together and each week you get that text message the night before and people say, hey, will you be there tomorrow or not? Like this is, no, we expect you to be there. If a text message comes, the text message is, I'm out of town. I'm in Reno, Nevada giving a talk right now. I won't be able to make it. But it is standing on the calendar. And in that one hour when we get together, and we support one another, and we encourage one another, and we provide our expertise, it is absolutely game-changing. In the time that I've spent this time doing Man Morning, I can tell you everything about my life has increased. It's got better. I'm talking about my relationships have got better. I'm talking about my dollars and cents and my finances. My income has got better. I'm talking about my creativity has got better. I'm talking about my connection to others have got better. Every Thursday at 7 a.m., this happens. Now, for a while, this happened virtually when we couldn't get together in person, but it was standing on the calendar. Now, I want to let you know that it's intentional that this is man morning and not man evening, 
Because what I've come to find out, find is that the conversations I have with my buddies, the conversations I have with my friends, they're different at 7 a.m. over a cup of coffee uh, as opposed to 7 p.m. with a cocktail. Don't get me wrong. I love meeting friends at 7 p.m. I love having a, an adult beverage. And I found that the conversations you have at 7 a.m. are just such a game changer. So my challenge for you right now is to find out what is your man morning. Of course, this can be co-ed. This can be members of people that you work with, your church group, your community, and beyond. But what I want you to do is to find something that you put on your calendar that's weekly that you opt out of. Not that you opt in, will you be here tomorrow? Will you show up? No, I want something where you opt out, will be unable to make it. These are the people that are going to make you better. Later on in this training, I'm going to give you idea exactly what type of folks you want in this community. And I actually have a whole chapter in my book, Stop Living on Autopilot, that's all about how to build your team. And I talk about man morning as well. So I'm excited to hear what, what your version of man morning is. And listen, I already know people, I can't do it in person. It's, it's cold as heck right now in New Hampshire, Antonio. I'm not going for a walk. Well, guess what? It can happen virtually, okay? It can happen over Zoom. It can happen over Microsoft Teams. It can happen over FaceTime. It can happen over Messenger. It can happen over WhatsApp. The key thing is you can see the person's face, right? You can hear them. Okay, um, let's talk about this next thing right here. And that is the idea of thieves and allies. You see, when I spend time with my man morning crew, I'm spending time with allies. But let me just distinguish for you for a, a quick second, the difference between thieves and allies. And let me do that with a quick story. When I was an undergraduate in Kalamazoo, Michigan, at Western Michigan University, uh, I walked on the track and field team. And if you know anything about being a collegiate walk-on in collegiate sports, and you walk on the team, you try out for it. And if you're lucky enough, you earn a spot on the roster. However, uh, there's no guarantee that you're going to stay on the team or that you're going to earn a scholarship. Well, that's what I did. I walked on the team. But after two years of being on that team, I was doing absolutely horrible. And the reason why I know I was doing absolutely horrible is because one day my head coach, Jack Shaw, rest in peace, he came up to me and said, Antonio, you're doing absolutely horrible. Now, I thought at that moment that he was going to cut me from the team and my dream of being a collegiate athlete was going to be over. But Coach Shaw did something that day to change my life for the better. He pointed to two athletes on the track. And he said, I don't know if you know this, but those are two of the best athletes in the country. And he was right. One of these gentlemen would go on to compete in the Olympics. Another one would go on to compete in multiple world championships. He said to me, you have two of the best athletes in the country on the team. But in the two years that you've been on this team, not once have I seen you spend any time with them. He said, instead, you're hanging out with those guys. And he pointed over to the high jump mat where a whole bunch of other teammates were, were laying back, having a good time and laughing. They weren't bad people. They weren't committing crimes, but they were not all Americans. He said, you're spending time with those guys. And he walked away. What Coach Shaw introduced me to that day was this concept of thieves and allies. Thieves are people that don't encourage you, that don't inspire you, that don't challenge you, that don't push you, that don't hold you accountable. 
that don't test you to be the absolute best version of yourself. Thieves are those people that when you spend time with them, you are tired. They wear you out afterwards. Thieves are those people that always, and I mean always, have some type of drama going on in their life. You call them and you say, hey, what's going on? And the first thing they say is, you're not going to believe what just happened to me. Like, yo, why are things always happening to you and no one else? If you have some thieves in your life, just type in "Uh uh-huh in the chat. If you happen to have any thieves in your life, just type in, type in uh-huh in the chat. You know, thieves are those people that you go out to brunch with and they talk about all the things they're going to do, but you know that they're never going to do them. But on the flip side, the opportunity that we all have is to spend time with allies. Allies are those people that do encourage you, that do inspire you, that do challenge you, that do push you that do hold you accountable, that do test you to be the absolute best version of yourself. When you spend time with allies, they give you energy. They don't take energy away from you. Allies have good things going on in their lives. They don't have bad things going on in their lives. When you're with allies and you have lunch, when they talk about all the things they're going to do, when they leave lunch or when they leave brunch, guess what? They get started on doing those things. So the question I have for you first and foremost right now is who are you spending your time with? Are you spending your time with thieves or are you spending your time with allies? Right now, think about the five people you spend the most time with, the five people. And right now, think about the five people, the five people that you communicate with via text message, those group chats. Do those people you communicate with the most, do they make you better? Do they make you better or do they keep you standing still in the muck where you are? This isn't any judgment. This is all just awareness, okay? This is real. Do they make you better? By the way, the right group chat. If you are part of the right group chats, it can absolutely change your life. My invitation for you is to surround yourself with allies, those people who will make you better. And in fact, I want you to be an ally to others as well. But here's the thing about allies. And by the way, if if you happen to have some allies that you know right now, and they happen to be on LinkedIn, throw their name in the chat and just say, hey, thank you for being an ally. I appreciate you. I see you. Just throw their name in the chat, even if they're not watching this right now, so they can come back and see the love that you shared with them. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the rub about spending time with allies and the reason why we don't normally spend time with allies. Allies provide something called good friction, good friction. You see, I live in Los Angeles now, but I'm originally from the the Great Lakes state of Michigan and in Michigan, it can snow in the winter. It can get cold. And sometimes when it gets cold and you're driving, your car can get stuck in the snow and that tire can just keep on spinning as you're trying to get out of a place. Maybe you've experienced that before. Well, where I'm from in Michigan, if you get stuck and that tire is just spinning, you have a a few options. You can get some sand, right, to put underneath that tire. What does that sand provide? That sand provides friction to propel you forward. Something else you can do, another option. You can get some kitty litter, right? You can get some kitty litter to put underneath that tire that causes friction to propel you forward. You can get some salt 
to put underneath that tire to propel you forward. That's what allies provide you with, good friction. They are going to hold you accountable. They're going to push you. They are going to test you. And guess what? Here's a huge distinction. Allies aren't going to call you out. In society nowadays, we have this fascination. We just love calling people out, don't we? We just, oh, they messed up. They did this, they did that. We love calling people out. Guess what allies do? They call people up. Woo! You hear that? They call people up to be the absolute best versions of themselves. If you're a manager, if you're a leader, if you lead people, are you calling people out or are you calling them up? to be the best version of themselves. If you are willing to call people up that you work with, your colleagues, if you're willing to call people up in your family, if you're willing to call people up in your community and beyond, in your sphere of um, influence, I want you to type in the word up in the chat right now if you know what I'm talking about. Allies provide good friction, but that's where magic happens. Guess what? If you want big muscles, you have to lift heavy weights. Let me say that one more time. If you want big muscles, you have to lift heavy weights. And that's what allies can provide us with that friction, okay? What I'm going to get into right now, I'm going to go through this. And I share these. If you want further detail on what I'm going to share, I share this in a full chapter of my book called Build Your Team, I'm going to give you a quick example of the five people that you want in your life. These are the five people that you want in your life. And as I'm saying, describing these people, I want you to think about who that person is in your life. And and maybe you're that person in that group of people, okay? First and foremost, uh, and by the way, if you recognize this type of person in your life, feel free to, to tag them in the comments as well, okay? So they know that you see them, that you recognize them. By the way, let me hit pause. If somebody is doing something amazing, if somebody consistently does what they're supposed to do, that they go above and beyond, they show up. If, if, if there's a person in your life, a person on your team that is just consistent and they do it without expecting a pat on the back. They just do what they're supposed to do because they're an adult. Make sure you encourage them. Sadly, in society nowadays, the people who do what they want to do, the people who show up, the people who don't cause drama, the people who are consistent, for some reason, they're ignored. They're not as as appreciated. It's like the people called the fires and the dramas get more love than the people who show up every single day. So if you know some of those people who show up day in and day out, let them know, thank them. And if that's you, I want to thank you. Nice work. I'm proud of you. Okay, the five people you need in your life. Number one, a person you need in your life is the encourager. You see the R on the bottom line? (laughs) Sometimes when you import things, it gets funked up funked up. You heard what I said? I said funked up. The encourager. You need this person in your life. The encourager. This is the ally that does the work that not many people see. But when the encourager is around, you always seem to be at your best. The encourager during tough spells, they support you with your with their perspective and their unwavering commitment. Think about who in your life is that encourager. They always got your back. They're always there for you. Most times people, um, they, they ignore the encourager or the encourager doesn't get that high five. If you have an encourager in your life, make sure you give them 
some love. The second kind of person you want as an ally in your life as you build your team is what I like to call the, the playmaker. The playmaker is the ally who's typically making good things happen all the time. You probably know this person in your life. They are like on fire, always making good things happen. And when you need a, a jolt of creativity, when you need some energy, when you need some motivation, the playmaker is your person. You see, the playmaker is that individual. They move fast and they don't have patience for indecision. You probably know, you probably know the type of person I'm talking about right now. The playmaker, here's what's awesome about the playmaker. They remind you that if you miss a shot, keep shooting. They remind you that if things aren't working out to keep going. So shout out to all the playmakers out there. As I describe these, these five, you're probably going to recognize what type of ally you are to people. The third type of person you want in your life is the facilitator, the facilitator, the facilitator. They see the big picture. They can see the big picture and they support you in managing the flow of information. The facilitator is kind of like a point guard on the basketball court. They know when you can speed things up and when you can slow things down. You know, in short, the facilitator is that person that can see things that that you can't. They're a great connector and they provide amazing guidance. We all need a facilitator on our team. Look at this one right here, The Rock. I'm not talking about Dwayne Johnson, even though Dwayne Johnson is amazing. We need a rock on our team. The Rock, this person is kind of like the veteran. They've been around, right? They've done it. When, when all hell is breaking loose and when things are going crazy, they help you to remember what's most important. They provide you with perspective. When things are going crazy, they're that person to remind you what's most important. You need the rock to keep you grounded and supported, and they help you to, to provide that alignment that you need to stay in and remind you to focus on your North Star and your vision so you don't get distracted. You know, they've been there, done that. Even when things are crazy, they're that person with that cool hand, and they're relaxed. Celebrate all the rocks out there. And the last person you need in your life is the bruiser. Yeah. The bruiser. This is the person that provides that good friction I was talking about earlier. The bruiser is that person that, that, that holds you accountable to do what you said you were going to do. Like the bruiser, if you tell them that you want to write a book, the question they ask you next is, when will it be finished by? The bruiser, right? They provide that ongoing good friction. The bruiser is that person that they're, they're metric based. And they measure success by the progress you do or you do not make. So I want you to think about the people you have in your life. You want to have an encourager. You want to have a playmaker. You want to have a facilitator. You want to have the rock and you want to have a bruiser. Again, this is in a chapter of my book, Stop Living on Autopilot on Build Your Team. There also will be a recording of this available if you want to go back and watch this. Okay, we're getting down to number five, the last thing on our agenda when it comes to building your team. What you're going to need to do is to reintroduce yourself because you may be asking yourself like, hey, Antonio, I hear what you're saying, but I don't have these folks in my life. I, I don't have this type of community. I don't have these people around me. It's not true. They may not be physically around you, but they are around you.
Maybe you met them at a conference. Maybe you met them at an event. Maybe they are former colleagues. Maybe they are former classmates. Whether you go, maybe you go to church with them. But people don't know what you need. You have to regularly reintroduce yourself to people to let them know what you're up to. We're on LinkedIn right now. It's awesome if you regularly share updates with what's going on in your career. You know, share your wins, document your wins. People are like, oh, I don't want to come across as bragging or anything like that. Like, no, share your wins. We want to know. Allies are ex excited to support you. We want to support you in your wins on your journey. So don't be afraid to share that. And when you do that, the cool news is you're reintroducing yourself to people who could support you in your work. Have some informational meetings. Invite someone out for coffee. Jump on a Zoom with someone for 15 minutes. Be prepared to ask questions and learn about them. So when people think about you, that you are associated with greatness. Okay. Two quick things as we as we wind down. What I, what I want you to know is this, and this is a, this is a challenging thing right here. Okay. What I want you to know is this. Sometimes the people who end up supporting you the most actually end up knowing you the least. Isn't that interesting? I found that to be so interesting over the course of my life that sometimes the people who have supported me the most, my dreams and made invitations are people that I actually knew the least, those soft connections. You think it's going to be this person that you've been around with for a long time or that person, but it's not. And that's okay. Let's celebrate those soft connections. Okay, that's awesome. But also what I want you to know is that as you grow, as you build relationships, as you spend time with allies, as you experience more success, just know you may get some friction from other people, people who you thought were allies. And you may hear things like, oh, who do you think you are? Or you're making the rest of us look bad. Or they may do those subtle kind of jokes that aren't really jokes. Just know that as you move forward, as you progress, as you tackle your dreams, what it does, the reason why they do this is because what it does is it holds up a mirror to what they are not doing in their lives. So what do they do? They, they find subtle ways to take it out on you. God bless them. God bless them. But no, it's not about you. It's about them and what they are not doing in their lives. Hey, let's get to some action items, some things you can do when we get out of here, okay? Here's some things I want you to do as you build your team. I want you to join or to start something. Join a weekly group or start a weekly group. If you can't do it in person for 30 to 60 minutes with a hike or a walk in the morning or an indoor walk at the Y with some key people you know in your local community, identify some key people virtually that you can do this with on a weekly basis. Make it opt out, meaning it is on the calendar. We show up, we do this every single week. We're not doing the whole rigmarole, hey, can you make it tomorrow? No, it's happening every week on this day at this time. Join or start something. Don't do it alone. Join a group coaching program. Guess what? Sometimes you have to pay for stuff like this. Sometimes you have to write a check. But guess what? I'm inviting you to be your biggest benefactor. I'm inviting you to be your biggest angel investor. I'm inviting you to be your biggest supporter, okay? Join or start something. Number two, I want you to identify your allies. Get a piece of paper out after we get off of this, this training and just start writing down some people that 
who who could be possibly be, be some of my allies? Let's be clear. These people don't have to be your best friends. You don't have to talk to them, talk to them every single day. You don't have to kick it with them every single day. But these are people that are in your corner and you're in their corner as well. Number three, think about the people that you need to reintroduce yourself to. People can't help you if they don't know what you want. People are willing to help you, but you get this. You must be willing to ask for that help. All right, here's what we got in. We, we did this like in 30 minutes. We talked about man morning, my man morning. But guess what? You get to make something of your own and, and call it what you want. DM me what you end up doing. I want, I want to hear about what you create and how it's working and what makes it a win for you. Share, share with me your winnings. We talked about allies and thieves. Make sure you spend time with allies. Set boundaries with those thieves. I want you to find that good friction. You can't grow heavy muscles if you don't lift heavy weights. Stop being afraid of the friction, but make sure in the midst of giving friction, you are calling people up, not out. Two different things. We talked about the five people you need in your life, and we talked about the importance of being willing to re- introduce yourself hey thank you so much for listening to the antonio nev show for more information about the episode you just heard just head on over to my website at theantonionevs.com look if you still haven't followed the antonio nev show or left a review just yet i kindly you hear that word i kindly invite you to do so right now And if you know someone that would dig this episode you just heard, hit that share button and send it to them right now. All right, I will see you back here next week with another great episode. In the meantime, remember the best is ahead. When you work, listen to this, and believe that the best is ahead, things begin to change for the better. Never forget You have a say in this.